This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you would live like Jesus and share His love. Hey, everybody. It's the 40th episode of Radiant Reflections. I'm joined with a very special guest, a friend, Ingrid Lockmeyer. Ingrid, thanks for coming and being willing to do this. Thank you. We've actually talked about podcasting a couple times. Yes, we have. And I thought this is going to be cool for us to be able to do this. Yeah. Um, So Ingrid is a longtime friend. We went to church together many, many years ago. Yes. And her son is a co-worker. I get to work with her son, Jamie. One of her sons. One of them. Yeah. One of four. (laughs) Yeah. One of four boys. uh, And Jameson's a joy to work with. And so, yeah, that's that's part Mm -hmm. of my daily and now we go to church together again yes. at Radiant Life. Uh, her and her husband Ken. How long have you guys been coming to Radiant Life? Uh, two, almost three years. Two years. Two, two years. years. Okay. Two years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize it'd Good. been that long. That's great. Yeah. And you just recently graduated and finished with the Radiant Institute. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that experience. Okay. Then we'll get into into coffee. Okay. But what? Tell us about Radiant Institute. Oh. Well, I feel like everyone should <laughs> walk through something that intense that is that yeah. intentional about yeah. getting us into the Word and fully mm-hmm. understanding to the best of our ability um, where it came from, the the messages, but also the context and the, the culture. And, mm-hmm. um, and then we got into spiritual formation. That yeah. was excellent. Yeah. The guys, I'm so, the guys, our pastors are so... Um, dedicated to giving us mm-hmm. meat and yeah. yes I'm excited for this new season and for new people to get to go through it yeah I I signed up I really wanted to go through it myself yes. and uh, our worship team has a small cohort that's been going uh, almost a year together uh-huh. uh, seven of us have been on a spiritual formation journey together awesome. and it's something we actually talked with the regional uh district uh, our district with the wesleyan church and we're going to be offering it to other worship pastors and so Great. i've got a couple of people that are from other churches that are going to join me for another year-long journey and so i can't do it i'm really i'm really disappointed oh because oh, josh yeah. and ryan i know I yes mean, i just kept hearing these snippets <laughs> of what you guys were doing I was like yes. i'm jealous yes especially the formation parts but yeah. uh yeah so. i'm looking forward to the next chapter. And what well. is, do you know what, what's it's, happening? It's um, ministry. It's about um, sharing the gospel, more intensive, okay. uh, look at what your gifting might be, what the Lord okay. has given you to use. Okay. Mm-hmm. So shape and that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. Exciting. Okay. Well, on the 40th episode of Radiant Reflections, where, so listeners, viewers, Ingrid is not generally a black coffee drinker, no. <laughs> so she's she's stretching for you. Okay, yes. so this coffee is from Mammy, Mammoth Coffee Roasters okay. in New Orleans. When we were down there, we picked this yeah. up. This is what I brewed uh, at the SBC, the Southern Baptist Convention. Okay. This is an Ethiopian coffee, Duromina. Duromina. Uh, the producer is Kata Maduga Cooperative Union. <laughs> And it is in the region of Agarogera Hima. Uh, the variety is Ethiopian land races. It's a washed process okay. and grown from 1900 to 2100 meters. There are, let's see, one, two, three. There's four tasting notes. Uh, let's see. Okay. Listeners, let's viewers, by the way, <laughs> what about Josh last week? Josh said candied <laughs> lime 
I mean, he was dead on, literally dead That's on. That's crazy. It was. <laughs> All mm. right. What do you think? Okay. It's probably going to be a little more tart than you're used to because it is not as strong. Hmm. And I've had Ethiopian coffee mm -hmm. before. Liked it. Yeah, you gifted me some not too long ago. Yeah, it was very good. From Detroit. Yep, I mm. pulled shots with that. I drank a lot of espresso with that one. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? There's something tangy and tart and mm -hmm. um mm, not exactly cherry, but there's a fruitiness there. Yeah. Um I don't know that it would be citrus. Okay. maybe but there's also some some heat some not heat because it's hot but right. like some warmth to like a spice? it a spice hmm. yeah interesting um okay spice in ethiopia goodness um hmm. so yeah we'll go with with maybe a tart cherry almost okay and uh spice hmm. one more I didn't roll it across my tongue. You got to do that. I know. They poke fun at me about that, but I think it, it makes a difference. Mm. Mammoth not, coffee. Not cinnamon. Not cinnamon. Uh, something more subtle. Yeah, cinnamon would be powerful. Yeah, it would. Um, gosh, I'm not doing well. No, you're <laughs> I'm good. Not doing well at all. You're good. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's tangy. Tart That's all I can cherry. Say. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So here we go. Melon. Oh. Melon, no. which is kind of generic. That's so mild. There's yeah. so many different kinds of yeah. melons. Yeah. But here's what you tasted. Meyer lemon. Oh. A Meyer so lemon. So it was citrus. Yep. Yeah. Citrus. Uh-huh. Honeysuckle, which I don't... I've I don't, never what tasted What does it taste honeysuckle. like? I mean, we have those bushes in our yard, but... Yeah. Yeah. And then orange popsicle. Oh goodness! I know. How okay. do they? How do okay. they come up with this stuff? I don't know. Let's see here. If we can get that to, <laughs> it's not going to focus because our eyeballs are in the uh, shot. Yeah, this is this is uh, oh, this I is a great coffee. Miserably, it's good. It's really good. Chad Add and I some cream and sugar, and we'd be good. You'd be good to go. <laughs> yeah. I don't even have such things here in the studio. <laughs> oh, what a shame! Oh. You know what? I actually do because my daughter has been drinking coffee. I'm okay. coming right back. <laughs> All right, good. You can talk to the listeners. Okay, the secret is that I do not drink coffee first thing in the morning. I drink a blend of mushrooms. Uh, I'm not sure how JB's going to feel about that when he comes back, but I think he knows. A blend of very healthy mushrooms. And I put cinnamon okay. in it. So I told him about my mushroom coffee. I hope that's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I've heard about this. Now, I'm going to let you put this in there. Listeners, viewer, viewers, you will see this. <laughs> the dreaded oh, Charbucks. Oh, dear. Caramel macchiato. Okay. There you are. Non-dairy. Okay. Non-dairy. Almond, Almond milk. milk and oat milk. Whoop, I broke You're your good. thing. My, uh, my daughter likes, um, she likes those kinds of... Okay, drinks. that'll help me to finish this one. There you go. <laughs> you know, coffee should be drank the way that it makes you happy. That's you really, if, like it, that. if cream or sugar brings you happiness while you're drinking it, that's the way you should I'll drink probably it. probably taste all those notes now, now that I have some sugar. I'm <laughs> guessing you're going to just taste sugar. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but at any rate, 
So yesterday, uh, Pastor Ryan brought, and I don't even know which installment of the Mark series it was, uh, but he brought a pretty strong message, Ingrid. Yes. He was teaching in Mark chapters 9 and 10. Mm-hmm. I know I took most of my notes um, in chapter 9, verses 38 uh, through, I think it was forty. Two. It was through the end. Oh, yeah. No, we got through the salt. Yes. So we went to 50. Through 50. Yes, through 50. Um, but it was a strong message. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the very first questions that popped out that he asked us, and I would be interested to just hear your response and how this landed with you. Mm-hmm. Ryan said, what do you take serious in your life? And he had all these various good parallels. Yes. yes. But as he asked that question, what did that what did that bring to the surface for you? Well, um, we all have our different preferences of things. I take serious, at this point in my life, because I'm seasoned, we'll say, <laughs> I take serious um, things that I think I may not get to enjoy for a very long, long time. Okay. Um, uh, relationships and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. children, grandchildren, um, the freedoms that we have and um but mostly honestly these last several years mm-hmm. my relationship with the lord and i'm not saying that to be overly religious mm-hmm. that's the highest priority mm. in my yeah. life yeah i thought that question you know what do you take serious in your life was was an important one because mm-hmm. if you really stop and think about it um what we spend the most you know what what's first like yeah. what's the priority yeah we can say what we take serious like we can we can postulate it essentially or we can really look at how we're spending our time yeah and how we spend our time is the answer to yes. the question yes um and and uh, that was my next question was you know how do you know what you're taking serious okay this is a true confession okay. and i already confessed it to my fellow students in um, who went to the uh, Silence and Solitude retreat. Yeah, I I I used to be a reporter, news reporter. I'm very okay. political. Okay, which has gotten me in trouble. <laughs> but um, with the News Sun, weren't you? Yeah, it was in with Kendall, the News Sun and with their outlets, all their outlets. Yeah, KPC yeah. News. Yeah, yeah, I loved that part of my life. Yeah, but through this last couple of years, mm. I have put way too much focus on being informed um, on all sides. Mm-hmm. I'm not, and, mm-hmm. and so taking time to listen, read, all of those things takes mm-hmm. takes too much time away from other things that are important to me. So mm-hmm. um, I confessed to them back in, was it May when we did our, mm-hmm. that I need to shut that down mm-hmm. and I've, I've been working at it. I've been working mm-hmm. at it. So. What does that look like for you? What when you say shut down? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you mean like time spent on certain outlets, news outlets as a whole, or what's what is yeah. your discipline there? Um, yes, on news news outlets, uh-huh. and if I want to have a broad exposure, uh-huh. that's not one. That's sure. Yeah, bipartisan. And and then also reading. I mean, I don't spend a ton of time online, mm-hmm. um, but there are certain. Um, news sources because I respect mm-hmm. um, sure. media yeah. that's done well yep. um, 
like the New York Times, the Washington Post, mm-hmm. things like that. Sure. So, oh gosh, that means we sound so geeky, but that is, mm-hmm. I think it's important for all of us to be aware and but yes. don't go overboard <laughs> yeah yeah you know i came i came to kind of a similar conclusion ingrid uh during uh covid um i think it was in the f- i don't even know when it might have been in the first several months president trump every night at that time was yes. coming on the news and giving an update yes and i noticed when i was sitting there watching this this happening it was just inciting fear yeah. And it was inciting yeah. like a, a, a sense or a feeling of, of attempting to grasp control of something that I had zero. Yeah. Like, I, there was nothing I could do about what this guy was saying yeah. on the TV to me, yeah. president or not. Frustration, right? There's that nothing you I could couldn't, do. yeah. Yeah. I get and it. at that time, um, that was the last time I, I took in any Good kind you. of three letter network uh, wow. news sources. Good for now, you. I will say, and I'll say to you, shameless plug here. And uh, everyone for, else out there. <laughs> yes. There is a wonderful podcast. Josh and I have talked about this a couple times on this this podcast. It's called The Pour Over News. Oh, okay. Um, it's an audio podcast. It's five to seven minutes, and it's Good. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And they literally mm. read the news headlines. Okay. And then depending on the the gravity of the headline, they will then read a specific scripture that applies to that headline. Oh, my That's goodness. It. They don't speak positively or negatively. Okay. At, it is utterly opinionless. Okay. But like when they talk about, for instance, like major crashes and bank failures and yeah. all this kind of, then they'll read a scripture that says, don't trust in riches. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even though this war in Ukraine is a very, very serious matter, it's not eternally yeah. And that, like they bring this perspective to me, it's always pointing uh, back to God as 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 the power. Yes. So I would tell you to check. I it out. will absolutely. Pour it's a news. filter we all need to mm-hmm. keep. Yeah. Yeah. In anything we take in. Yeah. 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 For well, sure. kind of on the heels of that, I, yeah. I want to read this first section. Now, Ryan didn't really get into this, but I knew you and I were going to meet, and I okay. knew that you're going to have good insights here. So. Uh, Verse 38 there, John said to him, teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name and we tried to stop him because he wasn't following us. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Don't stop him, said Jesus, (laughs) because there's no one who will will perform a miracle in my name who can Mm -hmm. soon afterwards speak evil of me. Mm -hmm. For whoever is not against us is for us. And whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in my name, because you belong to Christ, Truly, I tell you, he will never lose his reward. Mm-hmm. So my question to you, Ingrid, is to say, uh, what can you tell us about like church culture mm-hmm. that is inward focused, that's mm-hmm. insular, that's myopic, that's mm-hmm. um, my previous pastor used to use this phrase, us for no more. Oh, yeah. You know, what, what have you seen in your experience in the church and, and how the church behaves in that way? Well, first, I want to just um, let it be known that if you, I hope Ryan did this in both services, he began by saying when we commissioned the... the John and John, Heather, yes. But he began also by saying it's not about radiant life. Yeah. We are to be spreading the gospel everywhere we go. And, mm-hmm. and so that made me think, too, with these verses... Um, mm-hmm. 
you said it because he was not following us you know if we reject um uh, all other faiths that are not our faith no it's god that is our commonality our our thread that we should all be weaving our faith traditions around or with Mm -hmm. and i noticed when i looked back over this yesterday um there are some key points to always keep in mind when you evaluate mm-hmm. the interaction you might have with another faith tradition. Um, don't stop him. No one who does a mighty work in my name, mm-hmm. in my name, will be able soon afterward. And I'm reading from the ESV, but mm-hmm. to speak evil of Jesus, of me. The one who is not against us is for us. So look mm-hmm. at that. The one mm-hmm. who is not against us. And. Whoever gives you a cup of water to drink, that just made me think about whoever cares about the people around them and Mm -hmm. serves them, Mm -hmm. and that that could open a level of trust with other traditions that you may not fully understand Mm -hmm. or or affirm even or Mm -hmm. want to do life with, Mm -hmm. which is a hard decision to make. And then... um, you belong to Christ, and and if you proclaim Him, you won't lose His reward. If you happen to um, have communion once a month and not every Sunday, or yeah. you know those little things that yeah. we hang our hat on, and mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of tribalism, yeah, in the church, and I think it's important too for us to say, like when Ingrid says. Uh, specifically other faith traditions, you're meaning Christian faith traditions, of course. Yes, of course I am. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> there are even interesting traditions yeah. in faiths outside of the Christian faith True. that are interesting to observe. Yes. You know, yes. obviously uh, we're, we're not going to worship their God. Right. Uh, and I think right. that's why Jesus qualifies it in my name, according yes. to the character and nature of Jesus, and there are plenty of faith traditions that are maybe not yeah. you and I currently identify in, in the Wesleyan faith. Yes, right? yes, we, we do. go to a Wesleyan church. Uh, doctor, I gave you the list of everywhere yeah. I've been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Josh and I talked about that. You know, there's there's a lot of wonderful traditions. Uh, I've been seeking mm-hmm. uh, wisdom and direction in Eastern Orthodoxy in the uh-huh. last uh, couple years, seeking Good. wisdom and direction from the Catholic faith, our Catholic yes. brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot to be gleaned. There's problems there. Oh, for sure. There's problems with the West. <laughs> you know what I mean. We uh, are a fallen world, you oh know, my. that's why we have a savior. And yeah. What can we do? Uh, just follow up questions. So uh, inward focus of the church. What What do you think we can do individually? What okay. do you do to, to combat that sort of okay. division? What do you do? What do I do? Oh, well, I have friends across the spectrum. Okay. And actually, my my closest friend is agnostic, but I'm gonna keep walking with her forever and ever yes. because, but um, I try to listen mm-hmm. and I also try not to judge. Okay. I mean, there may be judgment in my heart and I have to deal with that, but mm-hmm. if they're bringing me something that rings false, I pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Discernment. Be- discernment, uh-huh. yeah. Um, I, I too, you know, with my Catholic background, mm-hmm. I still dip back into the faith that formed me, I call mm-hmm. it, yeah. because that's where I met Jesus. Yeah. And um, yeah, but, and then I, then I also, 
you need to get to a point in your life where you feel safe doing this, but to look at at things outside mm-hmm. Christianity only with a, with a discerning eye mm-hmm. and with prayerful protection, but just consider God created all of us, all of us in His in image. His image. Awesome. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Do you think? Let me think. How to, do you think that there are level of seasons? We'll say and or maturity levels for Christians that they should be wary about what they're seeking and what they're pursuing maybe early in their faith. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. And I speak that from experience okay. as well. Okay. But we were talking earlier, the verses that we'll get to about, okay. um, you know, if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off, mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. I think that's a warning for us as followers of Jesus that, be careful what you reach for. Mm. Reach for, and it may be something that you feel like you can handle that, you know? Uh. But be considered in your choice to reach for or speak of or walk into mm-hmm. un- until you feel confident that you can do that without compromising your I'm, I, a rule of life and a standard by which you judge all things, mm-hmm. I think, is something to work at your whole life. Yeah. Uh, guardrails. Mm-hmm. Guardrails. Um, Do you have any experiences that you would care to share with us where you may have uh, been at a season and you're looking at a certain thing or a certain practice and you recognized, whoa. Wait a moment. If you, if it's that's too personal, mm. feel free to say let's mm. move on. Yeah. But I always like to press a little bit when when wow. when those sorts of ideas. Um, yeah. Oh, whoa! Should have prepped me for that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't do much prep. Josh and I roll in with these notebooks. We'll put a pin in that and think okay. about that okay. a moment. Um, let's keep moving there. Um, uh, verse forty-two. Um, And I've got uh, several other uh, questions here. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to fall away, it would be better for him if a heavy millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. I don't know about you, Ingrid, but I I had actually never in over 20, almost 25 years of walking with Jesus, I had never had someone teach this text and then show an image of a millstone. I'd never seen it. I'd seen millstones in other... But when Ryan put that picture yes. of the millstone on the screen, I was like, oh, whoa, that's like, yeah. I might be able to tread water like with a cinder block around my neck for a yeah. little bit. You know what I yeah. mean? Like a little bit. I think I could probably tread I water. I know I couldn't. <laughs> but a millstone. So what Jesus was really saying mm-hmm. is there was a definitive, um, ferocious uh, 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 judgment and jealousy mm-hmm. for those who are new, fresh, young in the faith. Yes that he will, like a roaring lion, mm-hmm. defend these folks. Mm-hmm. And we are to be very cautious. Ryan cautioned us about several things, um, and I would be interested to hear your thoughts. So he talked about alcohol was one, mm-hmm. consumption of alcohol, mm-hmm. and then also language, how we speak. Um, yes. let's, let's tackle the idea of alcohol first. And I loved what he said. 
you know, he never said, for those of you that were in the room mm -hmm. or listening, or if you didn't, he never said you can't drink right. alcohol or consume alcohol as a Christian. That's just not true. You can't support that in the Bible. And you can look at that yourself. But he did challenge those of us uh, in the faith, if we do choose to consume alcohol, mm -hmm. to consider how it could affect others. Yes. Can you speak to that, Ingrid? Well, he, he said it straight, straight out. You should never be consuming alcohol with someone for whom it is a problem. Mm -hmm. And um, and we have, we do experience that yeah. in our lives. And so yeah. that right there, um, when I talk of guardrails, you know, that is the place where, now, if it's someone that you've had the conversation with and you know where they are and you, mm -hmm. they know where you are, you mm -hmm. know, it depends on your relationship. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. and... To, to consider, you know, back when I'd read through quickly in this, um, those little ones, you think immediately of child because right. there's a child in the scriptures. But no, no, it's the it's the young in faith yeah. and that we're talking about here. And yeah. he said that yesterday, too. Um, mm -hmm. We need to remember that. And imagine that's like our, what we cause in them is our sin, too. Mm. It's our millstone if we bring them down. Mm -hmm. um, I've I've mentored a number of young women through the years take it very seriously mm -hmm. and um then it makes me look at my life and i'm gonna cry here but it mm -hmm. makes me look at my life and and understand um i can talk the talk but do i walk the walk because mm. they're going to get more from what they see oh, yeah. than from what they hear yeah yeah I, that was that really what you just said resonated with me alongside with what ryan said about influence mm-hmm Oh my mm -hmm. goodness, the influence mm -hmm. that, and we don't always know, you know, we don't yeah. always see those things, yeah. the influence that we have until we're right in the middle of those situations. I'll give you yeah. listeners, viewers, just a, a quick uh, example, particularly with the alcohol consumption. Um, so you all know that I'm the worship arts pastor at Radiant Life Church, mm -hmm. and we have a covenantal document mm -hmm. in order to join our team. And because we, we really truly believe a lot of Sundays, I may be the guy that's playing guitar and singing most of the songs, mm -hmm. but I am one of 60 worship leaders. Wow. I'm not the worship, worship leaders. Uh, the camera operators are leading worship from the camera. Ah. The tech people are, the lighting directors are leading, they are helping mm. lead worship in their capacity. And so they're leaders in our community. So we, we have this scenario in our covenant. Uh, we say to them, look, nobody's going to tell you, and I use B-dubs as well, like Ryan did. Yeah. Nobody's going to get on your case about having a beer while you're eating chicken wings yeah. with your friends. Yeah. But if we get wind that you're six, eight, ten beers deep with your yep. wings, here's what could happen. And this is the scenario I tell them. I say, okay, and this has literally happened. We we often go to these restaurants, Ryan and I, Bryn, uh, Kinsey, and and we're we're witnessing to the waiters and waitresses. Oh yeah. They know we're followers of Christ, yeah. right? Yeah. So what would it look like if we're telling these people that Jesus can set you free and Jesus yeah. is enough, like he's enough, you oh. don't need to pursue this. And then we go in as leaders that are on a stage, whether with a camera, whether we're playing guitar, whatever we're doing, and they see us, Yeah. you know, yeah. and they're like, well, I, yeah. what kind of Jesus do they serve? Uh -huh. Is he, he's not enough for them because mm -hmm. they're trying to find some answer at the bottom of that bottle mm -hmm. for the 10th time. Mm. And so we, we take that very seriously as leaders to say, if you're going to consume alcohol, 
do so very, very wisely mm-hmm. and in consideration of your influence and calling. Yeah. Um, and I thought Ryan just did yeah. a fantastic job of. I felt, did you feel the weight in the room? I did, yes. It was tangible. And I did not expect that when I found what verses we were going to be walking (laughs) through. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan asks, so Thursdays we meet, uh, the staff meets uh, for an extended time of prayer for each other. Uh, We have a time of worship. And then we have a time of prayer over the services, mm-hmm. and we—it's free, like it, it free flowing. We don't have a time frame. Sometimes, awesome, yeah. We and we pray, you know. Yeah. Uh, and this week, Ryan specifically asked, guys, I got to bring something that's going to be challenging to people. Yeah. Would you pray that I come with with the severity of the text, but with the grace and love of God? Yes. And I felt he did a great, mm. great job with this. Um, Don't you find it interesting that he had to bring this hard message after, mm -hmm. and we were not able to be there last Sunday, but of course we were aware of the baptisms and the joy and everything that happened. Um, It's kind of like, well, we were talking earlier, you know, Jesus just had the transfiguration and then he comes into some hard questions. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's, I agree with you. And, and I, I mean, I don't, I'm not opposed to occasionally, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so for anyone who might want to know, I do occasionally have sure. a beer. Sure. Um, I don't like anything hard. But, um, yeah, if if the girls that I've been walking with were to be with me or mm-hmm. see me, just as you're saying, yeah. Yeah. they might question. Yeah. Yeah, we, 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 it's always, I think all of our actions, whether it's alcohol consumption, whether it's the shows that we watch, oh, the yeah. music that we listen to. Oh, yeah. I, I love, you know, Gail Irwin. Yes. Gail Irwin yes. was, uh, he hasn't passed. He's in care now. His wife has yeah. passed, but Gail Irwin, mighty man of God, um, a brilliant, brilliant theologian, but mm-hmm. he would package theology in a way that was very bottom cookies on the bottom shelf. Uh-huh. Um, but he had these stickers that he would pass out at oh. conferences <laughs> and the stickers, literally all the stickers said, this isn't a lost reference. It's others. Oh, others, okay. others. Yes. E- yes. Do you see your life and your patterns of life yeah. and your, your, uh, your rule of life mm-hmm. through the lens of others? Mm-hmm. Or is mm-hmm. it just about you? Mm-hmm. I want to drink these beers. Or I want to do whatever. And it's about me versus those around me. Yeah. When we begin to put on those others' glasses, so mm-hmm. to speak, mm-hmm. that begins to clarify that muddy water of what we can and can't do. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you may think that you can do it in private and no one will know. Mm-hmm. But if you do life out in, in the public arena, some of that's going to seep out. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you can make references to a show that yes. no nobody would want you to be watching. Guilty. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> yeah. 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 I One of the things that just stuck, uh, stood out to me as Ryan was teaching was that, that the church is meant to be a holy witness. Oh, yeah. You know, we've... Brian, yeah. if you've noticed, there's been a vein in the teaching, and I think the last probably six months in, in conversations with Ryan, I think the Lord is really stirring Ryan as our pastor, and it's coming through. Uh, we need to consider holiness. Mm-hmm. We need to consider what it means mm. to be holy before the Lord, mm-hmm. um, because a holy witness will change people's lives. Yes. Not just yes. pounding scripture and yes. you know, ascribing to this or that. Yeah. But actually living a life that's different than the world. Yeah. 
Yes. You know, I, I, it amazes me how God brings things together that um, are of a, of, a, of a whole, of a piece, you know. Mm-hmm. They're pieces of a whole. And this morning in, in my devotional time, I was reading a book I'm going to talk to Josh about later, but um, Robert Benson is someone whose writing I really have gained a lot of growth for myself personally. He was in the book I'm reading by him this morning talking about being, when he was a salesman for advertising, being in, in a, uh, with a client and uh, starting the conversation just like you normally would, you know. But over time, she stopped him and said, um, you're a Christian, aren't you? Mm. He had never spoken a word that would have indicated that. Wow. But he was living out not intentionally, but because of who he is, mm-hmm. what he was, his persona mm. made that point. And wow. he, he referenced the, the, the words that we attribute to St. Francis, um, preach the gospel at all times, if necessary, <laughs> use words. Love it. I don't think Francis said it, but. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I do too. I love it. I do too. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's, that is very true. I, I, I want to give a shout out and just some. Uh, the scriptures say to give honor where honors due. My kids, uh, my three youngest kids are all involved in Taekwondo. Yeah. And uh, their instructor, I don't think he watches this podcast, pretty sure he doesn't. <laughs> His name is Zach Hayden. Uh, oh. He's an eighth degree super Kendallville? Kendallville. His father owned yeah. Hayden Honda. I... His family owned it. Zach, uh, it, he owns a Taekwondo place in Kendallville yep. and he owns the one here in Sturgis. Okay. He is a follower of Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah. He and his wife, um, and I've watched him over the last couple of years because mm-hmm. my kids have been a part of Taekwondo. I have yet to hear him say the name of Jesus in the gym or yeah. talk about prayer or the Bible or anything like that. But the character of Christ mm-hmm. is coming through, even as he's telling about these movements and the stuff that they do the taekwondo and he's imparting he has these leadership classes where he teaches younger taekwondo uh, students to then become instructors my kids are all instructors now and they would they sit in this circle and we would listen and my wife and i we go and we we just because it's what my kids do we sit and we watch them do their taekwondo but what you could hear is there were were the scriptures were there Uh uh-huh the scriptures zach's always bringing the scriptures (laughs) to those circles but the kids never know it. Yeah. And the parents that are sitting, they don't know. Yeah. But he he's bringing his faith mm-hmm. to a real world and changing kids' lives. Yes. Senior Master Hayden, I, a shameless plug for them as well. <laughs> if you've got young kids, I would tell you, Taekwondo is a fantastic discipline to teach integrity, uh, respect physical disciplines, uh, and also just, just how to exist as a disciplined person in the world. Mm-hmm. Check it out, parents. <laughs> He's totally right. I two of our two of our kids did which, taekwondo. Which boys did taekwondo? Uh, it would have been um, well early, early on. Well, at different times. We have two and two. Yeah, yeah. Cody and Jameson and Seth. And okay. so, who yeah. went the farthest? Um, Jameson. Did he of really? Of course. <laughs> I didn't know that. Anything athletic? Yeah. You, I know he'll watch this podcast. Yeah. I didn't know that about you, yeah. Jameson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but huh. not at Hayden. But still, yeah. I know the man, and you're totally yeah. right. My nephew went all the way through with him, and okay. I could see that character development in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a there's a great way for us to be a holy witness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, as we continue there, just the really really harsh parts of this. <laughs> let's go to verse forty three. Yeah. 
uh, coming off of this uh, stumbling text to the little ones in the millstone. And mm-hmm. if your hand causes you to fall away, cut it off. Mm-hmm. It is better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands and go to hell, the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to fall away, cut it off. It's better for you to enter life lame than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to fall away, gouge it out. Mm-hmm. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. Okay. Yes. So. A lot there. Yeah. What would you say? I mean, talk about those three things. We could say right away when we life means heaven, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Enter life, enter life, enter life, Mm -hmm. kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is Jesus telling us, Ingrid? What what can we glean from this? Well, so much uh, allegory in in the words of of Jesus. And you know he doesn't want you to gouge your eye out or cut your hand off. But we talked earlier that um, anything that you're seeing that you think is of value, if that causes you to stumble, you don't need to take it with you into the rest of your life. Mm. You need to remove, Mm -hmm. cut it out, take Mm -hmm. it away. Um, Yeah. And the same with, you know, things that we reach for. I'm taking it very literally, but Mm -hmm. if we, if we reach for things that even if initially they don't look like they're going to be a, a, a detrimental thing or a bad thing. Harmful. Once you find they're, right, if you find they're harmful to your walk mm-hmm. or to the people around you, mm-hmm. we have to always consider mm-hmm. not just the impression we give, but also um, they, well, we do, they could pick up the same things that could be harmful to them. So. Look at our kids. Yeah. For sure, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, give give us give listeners and viewers, Ingrid. What is your sieve? What is your barometer? What is your um, test hmm. in these sorts of things? As you consider uh, what to gouge out, what to cut off, what to cast away. Like, how do you yeah. how do you judge? How do you do that as a follower of Christ? I think of people in my life who I would not want to know that I went there or that I, that I consumed that or that I walked into that or um, if I, that's, I, I really believe over time and I encourage anyone to not give up on, on this. If you keep yourself constantly in his presence, he gives Mm. you a sense. He gives you, Um, it's not us. It's, I mean, we have the, the, the brain capacity for whatever the Lord points out to us. We, he created us. But I think that if, you, if it gives you a check your gut. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a, like, a moment where, but then you go ahead, mm, probably should have stepped back. Do you remember Velma Brown? Yes. Paul Mowry's oh, mother. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Do you remember what Velma used to say? No. And it's it's uh, many people have said it, but Velma would say, "When in doubt, throw it out." Oh, absolutely, <laughs> like <Yep>. garbage. <laughs> yes, Velma would say, oh, "I yep, don't doubt." It's yeah, me. when in doubt, throw it out. So you're saying that the barometer, the way that you kind of judge those things, is through the lens of others. That's good. Yeah. How what, will what it affect those around me? Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's come over time? Did you always? Did you always? 
judge your actions that way no i would i would there was a season in my life where i'd fallen away from the lord and mm. made choices that um i'm not proud of mm. but um i was only thinking of myself at that time mm. i wasn't considering i mean I, I, there had been a hurt and i thought fine taking care of myself mm -hmm. you know that sort of thing mm -hmm. so i didn't sadly <laughs> i didn't think about some of that but um that was still there you know in the mm -hmm. in the back yeah um i think too that we feel like whatever we consume on our own in private good or bad is just for us and and um if it's good share it if it's not don't do it don't consume it you know, mm -hmm. if it's good, because I can get in the habit of, and I'm going off here, but I can get in the habit of consuming lots of good, mm -hmm. and then it's all for me. You know, do sure. I, but I, we need to um, be willing to share to make sure the good gets out there too. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think sometimes when we, when we get into those places where we're not considering how our actions affect others, we're, we're really, uh, not perceiving the body as it is oh so we have yeah. a head we know who is christ yeah but we are a body yeah right yeah uh when we like when we come and we we come to the table we partake of the blood and and, and the flesh we're reminded of this sacrifice that was made we're reminded of our oneness and we're reminded of our unity mm -hmm. but what we we forget sometimes is paul says that there are some who have taken this cup mm and taken this bread mm -hmm. and have died. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this tells us that our mm -hmm. actions, oh, they do affect others. Yeah. yeah, They affect others in ways because the body is not, I mean, what do we call a, a part of our body that is disconnected from the other part? Yeah. That's a, that's d a disability, disease. Yeah. a disease. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, if I, if I lose one of my hands in a farming accident, yeah. I, I'm, that when there's separation, yeah. we forget that when one part hurts, yeah. that it all hurts. When one part yeah. sins, that we are one. Mm -hmm. We are not separated. Mm -hmm. We think we are. We mm -hmm. think we're hidden. We think we're secret. Mm -hmm. But Jesus, can, and that's really what communion is for, yeah. is to remind us of this oneness that we have with him and with one another. And we we don't remember that. No. Oh. No, we don't. We figure sometimes that when when communion communion is community, um, that anyone who's in the community is safe. They're okay, mm -hmm. and and nothing can pull them away. Mm -hmm. But not true. Not no. true. No, it's not true. And that, and I think that that's why we do need to consider our own actions. Yeah. Um, I think another an, another thing one, one of the lenses that I use when it comes to actions is uh how do I feel in partaking? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like okay, if I spend 30 minutes doom scrolling through Instagram, what what is the result of that? Mm -hmm. Generally, if you spend any amount of time on social media, mm -hmm. the number one result will be covetousness. <laughs> Oh, it will yeah. be jealousy. Yeah, you will want things because because the ads you're seeing thousands and thousands of yes. ads as you're scrolling. Yes. So I'm always looking at: Do I feel closer to God through this thing, or do I feel farther from Him? Ah. If I feel farther from God, then there's my answer. Yeah, 
Yeah, if it puts, <laughs> yes, if it puts a divide or yeah. a, a space between. Oh, gosh. Yes, you're right. Social media is a mixed bag, isn't it? It, it can is. be good and it mm-hmm. can also destroy it truly can and yeah that's a whole other podcast that you <laughs> uh, josh and i rant and rave about you know various parts of social media yeah. definitely uh, i use it and and it's yeah, a it's a helpful so tool I. but i i did come to a place where i mean i wasn't a part of social media for many many years uh-huh. um and now i know why because the the lord protected me i would have made a complete fool of myself because i would have been the ranting raving political (laughs) or hyper neo conservative religious person on and and now as i partake in social media i'm like i want to know about your kids i want to know about your grandkids what cool places did you go for vacation yeah like what restaurants and and that kind of stuff there there is no capacity for meaningful conversation on social media. No. You can't do it. No, no. Yeah. Don't think Twitter's your place either. Because no. <laughs> no. No. Um, so, yeah. Relationship. It's all about face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yep. So, uh, here's here's another question for you, Ingrid. Because So, I'm thinking of, okay, gouge it out, pluck it out, uh, cut it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Ryan said it this way. He put this this question up on, on, on the screen. Do we stimulate or stumble the faith of others? Okay, yes. so that's a great, that was your lens, you said, uh, for others. So here's, here's a big question. How do we cut off? Yeah. How do we gouge out? And how? Mm. I'm gonna use Paul's words. How do we put to death? Oh, goodness. Because that's what Paul says. Put yeah. to death those members which yeah. are in you. Colossians chapter three. What? Wh- how do we do this? Hmm. Hmm. Well, okay. Salt is good. The next verses. I think mm-hmm. Jesus told us right, oh, good. right there. Keep the saltiness there in your, if, if, I mean, the, the allegory here, the analogy or whatever, the analogy is what I want to say, but... Um, Read it, would you? Okay, before, yeah, before um, you, 49 it. says, for every, and this is, again is ESV, but for everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if the salt has lost its saltiness, how will you make it salty again? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. Mm. So again, that you should spit it out if that if there salt comes an awareness um that the presence of Christ in your life doesn't come without some fire mm. and and some i mean it it will come there will be fire you mm-hmm. may have had a beautiful glorious relationship with Jesus up until this point but there will be testing and there will also be mm-hmm. times when there's no flavor to it Mm-hmm. You've got to get the saltiness back in. And I think to to be able to let go of those things that are causing us to stumble, you know, where you need to cut it off and put it to death, mm-hmm. um, you can't do it and leave a void. You've got to bring in the, the things that will, the salt, mm. the things that will um, heal it. You mean know salt is healing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and. If and it you, preserves? Yeah, and it preserves. And if you feel a, a loss because you had to let go of something that you did finally realize was not, did not need, 
should not be in your life, mm-hmm. you you may turn to something else that gives you mm-hmm. the same to fill the void. Yeah, to fill the okay. void, and it may not be a good thing. It could be mm-hmm. something less objectionable or something that yeah that but you still get the not same. God's best. No, still not God's best. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't know was, if I'm getting to what you're. <laughs> no, you, you are. I, Thomas Aquinas uh, said, you know the. Our deepest desires, uh, our deepest desire as, as creatures in God's image is is relationship with God. Yeah. Our deepest yeah. soul desire. Our flesh fights against those desires. And what the flesh does is the flesh will attempt to fulfill the desire for God. Yes, yes. In all these other ways. Now, yeah. that's a terrible quote of Thomas Aquinas, but he would have said it much more eloquently. But the idea <laughs> is that, you know, and it's the Christian Christianese, there's a God-shaped hole in your yes, heart. Yes, I was going to say it for you. Yes, <laughs> yes. I don't like I, those cliches after so many years, they do get they yeah. do get old. But it is true. There's truth there. Yeah. You know, that our pursuit. Um, and so it does come back to saying, mm-hmm. um, what am I serious about? Mm-hmm. Like, what is actually bringing me satisfaction? Mm-hmm. Um, and even back to Mark 7, I was thinking coming into this podcast, so much of what we're talking about is constitution. What am I made of? Oh, What's inside oh, of me? Yeah. It, because so many times we'll, we'll go into these sins, these things that are offending others, offending mm-hmm. God, and we just say to God, okay, God, I need you to forgive me. But really, ultimately, why do we keep doing those things? Yeah. Because we want to. Yeah. We love those things. Yeah. We, yeah. They're inside. And, and like Jesus yeah. said in Mark 7, out of the heart of man come these things. Mm-hmm. And so the real, the real genuine prayer of change in, the, in our lives is to go to God and say, God, I actually need you to change my heart. Oh, yeah. Because the truth of the matter oh, is, yeah. is that I want this thing. Yeah. I need you to change, do a work, cut off, gouge out remove put to death the desires that are in opposition to you mm. because what i really want is you jesus yeah. that's what i really want um and i'm not going to be happy i'm going to pound every nail <laughs> and, and i'm not going to be happy until until i find my greatest uh, yeah. fulfillment in you that's true i was just as you were saying that thinking that sometimes that thing that needs to be removed is not a th- thing or Mm. a desire it's a lack you know a lack i can build walls i i i I will admit i can Mm. build walls and um if i'm afraid i can't handle something i'll just wall it off Mm. even a good thing okay um it's not just okay yeah if then statements are what we're to come to if if i receive this then i have this to give and if you're receiving things that you cannot give because they're not mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. um soon what will you you know what what will your fruit be what will mm-hmm. you be um whatever we take in comes out uh, it does and if mm-hmm. you if you choose not to take in the things that can harm that's good, but you also can choose not to let those good things out. Mm. And I'm speaking personally, I can sometimes... Mm. Restrict. Self-protection, mm. you know, like to be vulnerable Okay. sometimes can be hard mm. because, especially if you've had, you know, hurts or whatever in your life. But mm-hmm. I just feel like to, to give a, uh, I know we'll probably be wrapping up here, but to mm. give a disclaimer 
I am not perfect. <laughs> I do not have this all totally figured out. None of us are a finished yeah. product until we're in glory. However, I was reminded this morning in something I was reading that heaven is here and now. Mm. So let's let's do heaven here and now mm-hmm. and not wait for that day when we're safe in mm. heaven. Let's let's just and so all these things we've been talking about, mm-hmm. you know, um give freely, love freely, with caution. Take it all in with caution, with mm-hmm. filters, with discernment. Mm-hmm. Don't stop living just to protect yourself. I can mm-hmm. do that. I can be the ultimate introvert and mm-hmm. just think I'll stay over here with my pile of books and not even not relate <laughs> to anybody. But uh, that's not what the Lord wants. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is easy to become insular, definitely. Yeah. Part of my morning practices, uh, most mornings, is the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. And I've been focusing a lot, or the Lord's been causing me to focus a lot on on that section where he says, uh, thy kingdom come, thy will be done here on earth as it yeah. is in heaven. Just yeah. what you spoke, that there is a heavenly heavenly reality that we read about, mm-hmm. but the presence of God is with us now. Yes. And we can experience that now. Uh, and, and the kingdom of heaven can exist on earth through his body, mm-hmm. through us, mm-hmm. you know, as we, as we engage in those things that are going to bless the other parts of his body. Um, I heard someone say one time, who knows where, what if heaven is only three feet off of mm-hmm. our present, mm-hmm. you know, the earth? Yeah. What if heaven is right there? Right. Well, our Orthodox and even our Catholic brothers and sisters, you know, particularly when it talks about when they they talk about saints, you know, there's the presence of those who have gone on before us. Mm-hmm. Um, where are they? I mean, mm. a lot of Christian practices will say, "Well, they're up there," or you <laughs> yeah. know, I don't really know. I don't have yeah. I don't have an answer for that other than to say. You know, the Bible says it talks about the saints worshiping. Like, mm-hmm. I know that. Like, right now, they're worshiping. The angels are worshiping as well. And the saints mm-hmm. have joined them in that worship. Um, and they're whole. So yeah. there's there's a reality there of eternity that, yeah, we're just waiting for. And it's yeah. just a vapor, 80, 90 years, whatever we get. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, some less, yeah. some more. Yeah, Ingrid, it's been a joy to talk with you. Oh, Anything else this. that's popping out in the text to you that you want to share with listeners, viewers, uh, really well, standing out? Um, Pardon the sounds. We've got some contractors <laughs> on the roof working on air conditioning. But One, one note to myself was mm-hmm. to not have I let myself be influenced toward, and we talked about this earlier, but I think that um, you don't want to live a guarded life, but you want to live a guarded life. Mm. So know know the people around you, even if they love you and they want what they feel is the best for you. Mm-hmm. Note to self: Who do I let influence me mm. that could cause me to stumble if I put too much trust in them? We mm. we want to trust. Right. We want to trust. We want to love openly. We want to. Um, wear Jesus on our, you know, sleeve. No, no, we want to just let it ooze out of us if mm-hmm. we can. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Zach Hayden. Um, yeah, yeah. It's interesting because Ryan even said probably towards the end of the message what you're saying. 
I think he posed the question, maybe there is a relationship, mm -hmm. even a person. You you said it earlier, it's not always things. Yeah. It's not always like stuff, like, yeah. okay, stop going to that website and looking at those images, stop drinking this, stop. Mm -hmm. uh, there may be, listener, viewer, there actually may be a person in your life where for a season of time, yeah. God is calling you uh, to separate uh, from that person. Mm -hmm. uh, and I believe actually that I will say there is a listener or viewer that the Lord is speaking to you even now Mm -hmm. that you know mm -hmm. that this person is hurting you and damaging you and you need to make a decision to say, mm -hmm. uh, I need to kind of fold myself into the presence of God and under his wing, so to speak, uh, and separate from from what is causing you harm and danger into your, to your soul and your spirit. Uh, that doesn't mean it's forever. Yes. That's, that doesn't mean it's forever. I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's so interesting. I've heard this analogy so many times, you know, uh, someone gets delivered from alcoholism. They come to Christ. Uh, ministry at the bar is not for them. No. No. Why do that to yourself? <laughs> no. Yeah. That's not safe. That's yeah. not a good place to be. Yeah. Maybe in, in time, you know, and you've got some, some miles in the rearview yeah. mirror that could be possible. But yeah. uh, just be thinking about that. You know, where, where are those areas in your life that you do need to cut off, gouge out? Um, where could you be... Yeah being used by your own fleshly tendencies uh, to cause people to stumble. We mm. want to stimulate people's faith. Mm. We don't want to cause people to stumble. And we have to be careful not to think that we're going to be the one to save them or mm -hmm. we don't want to be their savior. Mm -hmm. um, so back away and let the savior work and pray mm -hmm. and he'll yeah. show you when it's safe yeah. to step in. Well, and on the other side of that, I can I can say for myself, there are people in my past mm -hmm. who I influenced terribly, oh. terribly. Oh. And that same sense and feeling of responsibility, like, yeah. oh, I've got to be used by God for these people to come to Christ. Yeah. I fight from time to time. It's like, man, I led those oh. people a wrong way and I hurt those people mm -hmm. and didn't, I was not walking with Christ. Mm -hmm. And and I look at their lives today. Mm -hmm. I look where I'm at today and I look where they're at today. And I was like, I played a part in that. Oh. I was, I played a part mm. in where they, my influence at that time in my life mm -hmm. has actually contributed to their distance mm -hmm. from God. That's heavy. It is. That is. But we don't have any time machines. No, we don't. And we probably <laughs> all have people in our lives yeah. that of before course. we knew the Lord, mm -hmm. maybe, yeah, I know I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ingrid, I, I meant uh, what I said a moment ago. It's been a joy to well, talk with I you always. Uh, a fellow contemplative uh, yeah. soul is it's a blessing yeah. uh, listeners viewers don't forget the best way uh, to encourage others if you've been encouraged by this podcast is to mm -hmm. like it is to share it push this out on your on on mm -hmm. your social media platforms comment on YouTube remember the Radiant Life Church YouTube channel currently I saw yesterday has 834 subscribers. When we get to a thousand <laughs> subscribers, so we, we did a cool coffee tasting yes. event at 750. Yes. At a thousand sub subscribers, Josh and I have a really, really cool event. Oh, I'm excited. That we're planning. <laughs> so if you haven't subscribed, I only listen and watch the stuff that I subscribe to. So subscribe definitely yeah. uh, to the audio podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, and we want to encourage you, Josh, uh, and I will be back next week. We will be filming 
off location. We will oh. not be in the studio because Pastor Ryan is taking the church staff on a retreat. And this is what that uh, fellow does. Okay. Um, he never tells us. <laughs> I just, listen, we went on a staff retreat uh, a few years ago. Yeah. We were driving to the airport, like bags packed. We have, n he loves this. He's, <laughs> he's a imagine. sneaky fellow and he will not tell us. And so we get to the airport. He says, we're going to Washington DC for a staff retreat. He's done the same thing this time, oh, guys. And gosh. so we're going to, Josh and I are going to take some gear and we're going to record uh, next Monday's podcast somewhere. We somewhere. A kitchen know. counter and a B&B &B somewhere. That's what we're thinking. That's what we did uh, last year in Florida. Yeah. So, well, God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, Thanks and yeah, we we Thank encourage you, Josh. you to. This was great. Yeah, this was good. So we'll we'll see you or talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share His love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.